Cracked fans to another edition of the Cracked Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. We have another fantastic interview for all of you listeners today as I am joined by University of Virginia All-American National Champion and Junior Iñaki Montez to discuss his team's run through another undefeated season of ACC play. They win both the regular season and conference titles for the third consecutive year, meaning and Yaki Montez remains undefeated against ACC opponents throughout the course of his college tennis career. Of course, Inyaki was also a critical part of his team's run to last year's 2022 NCAA team title. And you know, with him coming on the show, I had to ask him about that run. How had to ask him about how he and his team are preparing to defend that title here this May. Had to talk also about Inyaki's plans for after college tennis. How does he plan on preparing himself to continue his success into the pros? Why was college tennis the right pathway for him in his development? We get into all of that and so much more. It is, again, a fantastic conversation that I am certain all of you listeners are going to enjoy. Of course, before we get to it, a shout out to the support we get from our friends at Turner presenting sponsors of these Cracked Interviews podcasts. Of course, Turner is synonymous with grips everywhere in the tennis industry. If you see that iconic blue grip on the butt of someone's racket, you know they're repping Turna. Why do so many players around the globe rep Turner grip? Simply put, it's because they're the best in the business. And now you get the latest iteration of the Turner grip, the best grip, in my opinion, to ever hit the market. It's called Turner Tough. Simply put, it's Turner. 2.0. It's just as tacky, if not tackier than ever. Still going to get more effective as you get more sweaty on the court. And best of all, again, it maintains that trademarked iconic blue color. Be sure to try Turn a Tough today, which you can find wherever you shop for your tennis supplies. Turn a Tough, I should say, the latest grip being offered on the market by Turner and Turner, of course, proud sponsors of each and every episode of the Cracked Interviews podcast. With that said, let's get to it. Here's my conversation, our latest edition of the Cracked Interviews podcast with the one and only Inyaki Montez. Joining us on the podcast for the first time today is a man fans will know best as a All-American in singles back in 2022. Of course, his turnaround against Sam Riffis in the NCAA quarterfinals might very well have led to Virginia capturing the 2022 NCAA team title. Now, this season, he and his team once again run through the ACC season undefeated this past weekend. They captured the ACC tournament tournament title for the third consecutive season. Welcome onto the show, a man who has helped contribute to oh so much of that success. It's Virginia Junior and Yaki Montez and Yaki. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Wow, that was a nice intro. Thank you, Alex. Uh, <laughs> thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Um, good. I'm doing well. Um, got some couple of rest days and now back on track, back on training, um, getting getting ready uh, for NCAAs coming, coming up. 
Yeah, I love to hear it. It was an introduction worthy of the entertainment you've provided all of us <laughs> over the years, my friend. And, you know, obviously I want to start with just this past weekend. I know you guys have larger aspirations than just ACC tournament titles, but to be able to go through this ACC conference undefeated for the third straight season to capture that tournament title again. You know, what does that say about this group? What does it mean to you all to accomplish that uh, feature, uh, that feat? It means a lot. Um, it really means a lot. I'm super proud of the guys. Um, I think, again, this season we started out um, the tough way. Uh, we had a couple losses there and there. Um, and I think that made us better. Um, we learned a lot. Um, I think um, this says that this team is is consistent. And yeah, I'm super proud of the guys, how, how they fought overall this, this weekend. Um, again, we had first match against Miami. Uh, it was tough. We lost doubles point. They showed up. Uh, they brought the energy. And, and you know, in those days where, where maybe you don't feel the best and you don't bring maybe the, the right energy and stuff, uh, things can happen. And, and, and credit to Miami. They played a really good doubles point. So that was a nice wake-up call for us. Um, we we didn't show up uh, as we wanted that day. And and after I think we, we we came back in singles, and after that I think we we figured out our energy and and our games a bit more um, throughout the weekend. And yeah, super proud uh, how we stay composed and 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 consistent overall overall the whole weekend. So yeah. You mentioned that doubles point against Miami. I know you guys were able to bounce back, take the doubles point in your next two matches against, I believe, Florida State and Duke. But, you know, doubles this season has been a little bit different. And I know part of it's been due to injuries. Part of it's been due to the fact that, again, looking for success, you guys have jumped around with the teams. How are you guys feeling about your doubles heading into this postseason stretch? I don't need to tell you how important it is, but you know how much has that been stressed as you guys prepare for May? Uh, well, I don't think it 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 gave us a lot of stress. Uh, it's true, as you said, we've been switching around teams and and we've been trying out different different pairs. But uh, I personally feel very good now um i'm playing with with woody now and i think we're great uh, i think he made huge improvements over the last couple of months working a lot with with our volunteer thread uh so credit to woody i think our lineup at the moment i think is really balanced um it gives us uh good chances to win at every spot so i feel pretty good um again uh doubles is just one set college like new balls like you know, so it's sometimes more about bringing the right energy, like being there. Um, so I think I think we're really strong, and as long as we bring the the energy and and the attitude, I think our tennis come out. Uh, so yeah, I think it also helps that we're we're really close with each other. So no more if if there are a lot of changes and stuff. Like we, I think we adapt pretty quick to to what our coaches are saying. So yeah, I think. I think we're we're flexible and we're just trying to to do our best to to contribute for everyone. Yeah, well, I mean, it's working. As you look again, another undefeated ACC season, and I think you guys have won, what, like 16 in a row, something like that, heading into uh, the NCAA tournament. I'm curious because you talk about how close you guys are, and for our listeners that don't know, you know, you come into school, it's yourself, it's Chris, it's Jeffrey, it's Alex. Obviously, during your time on the team, you guys have had Ryan, you guys have had Will. 
you know, this is a group that's been together for three years now. And I'm curious, not if Andreas's message doesn't get through, because when it's Andreas, when it's Scott, you bring in someone like Tret, I'm sure you're always willing to listen to their coaching. But how did you guys go about making sure things didn't get stale this season? You know, making sure you were able to keep your energy up? Because I'm sure there were times, I don't know, where it's like March 15th. Or like, I think back to that Louisville-Notre Dame trip where things got a little bit dicey for you guys. And I'm, I'm just curious, like, if, I don't know, if, if you had to fight off just the, any if at any point this season did get stale for you all. Um... I mean, yeah, I would say like different part of parts of the season it gets tough, uh, especially mentally. Like you feel like uh, you've been playing a lot, and like you've you've, as you said, like it's tough to always bring the energy and like every match, like give give the absolute best in terms of energy wise. But I mean, since I came my first year, um, I mean, I'm a person that like I'm super grateful for for this opportunity that I have here where I was able to combine both sports and athletics. So every time I step in the court, I remember how lucky I am of like being able to do it. So the least the least I can do is try my best and fight hard for, for all these people that gave me this opportunity. And so every time I step on the court, I, I now tell my, my first years um, that I look at the V-Saver and like how, how grateful I feel for like to be able to compete for this amazing university so like trying to to compete for this for this community is what makes it easier in those tough days you know because there's there's always tough days where you don't feel like going out there and grinding for like tremendous amount of hours so um doing for someone else i think sometimes it it becomes a little easier so that's also a big big thing that um they mentioned when I first came, like in terms of the culture and stuff, always giving your best, trying your your best. And and it's something we try to pass generation to generation. So of course there's there's up and downs throughout the season. There's there's moments where 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 you feel a bit a bit exhausted, but those times is when when you have to remember where you're coming from, like this opportunity that you have and like uh, fighting for for the community is something really special. So that's that's what at least in my experience helps me to to go through. Mm-hmm. What's it been like for you as a third year now? Is everything just a little bit more comfortable? And you know, do you find yourself taking on maybe a leadership role or doing things for the team that maybe you weren't doing in prior years? Um, I wouldn't say it gets comfortable at all. Uh, if not, it becomes tougher because you gotta teach uh, the young guys um, how it needs to be done, or at least how they they taught me it needs to be done. Because once we're gone, the third years, Chris, Jeffrey, Alex, and I, um, the young guys are the ones leading this team. So we wanna we wanna leave them with the right example and and them knowing how to lead the team. So um, it doesn't get comfortable, but I would say you 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 get an idea i mean i've been i've been now this is my third year so i know pretty much i have a good idea of how college uh, a college season works uh when to pick your moments when when to pick the right times i get you have a better a better sense on, on on how everything works in terms of timing but i would i wouldn't say it gets easier at all if not it gets tougher um because you got as i said you have to to teach them how it needs to be done 
And in terms of leadership roles, um, I think everyone has has a role and contributes uh, uh, in a different way. Um, everyone has a role and and they know it, and and we all gotta put the little piece into the puzzle. So, so yeah, um, it's been great so far. I mean, I'm 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 proud of the first years how 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 they adapted and and they understood uh, what we're trying to do. So. Yeah. How as speaking of the first year, let me ask you, talk to me about Mons, what it's been like to get him on campus. And, you know, you look overall, I think he's seven and two in his last 10. I have it in front of me, 12 and five overall in the year. He's clearly picking things up in those five and six singles positions. And, you know, it's funny to hear you now as the third year because I'm feeling old. I remember you as the first year, and I want to ask you about that in a little bit. But what's it like to, or you know, what's it been like to get him as a part of this group, and how has he acclimated throughout the season? It's been awesome having Mans. I mean, he's he's awesome guy, hard worker. Mm-hmm. He's a, a role model on a daily basis for us. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not easy at all. I mean, he came in January. He just came in like. At least when I came as a first year, I had the fault to to try to learn and like uh, learn from my teammates and stuff. So he just came in. He I think he he needed at the beginning this time of of adaptability a bit and like try to to understand how things work here and stuff. So at the beginning, I think it was a little challenging, but I think he he went through through a phase that helped him a lot. And I think he's speaking now. Um, I think he's he's finding his best now, and yeah, we're we're really proud of him. Yeah. No, I mean, it feels like all of you guys are slowly but surely starting to peak. And I'm curious for you this season, because looking at the numbers, 12 and four overall, obviously someone's going to hear that and say, that's a very good season. You know, that's not the season we've been accustomed from you. Usually that, you know, racing off to that 18 and four, like I think it was 23 and four last season, whatever it was, it was a little bit of a slower start for you. Uh, I'm curious if you felt that way personally. I mean, if you, uh, not to be rude, if you'll allow me to say that, because it does feel like you've really picked things up here again, down the season's home stretch. Definitely. Uh, I mean, I was talking with my coach that a um, couple of days ago, I had a talk with him. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's tough. Like it doesn't get easy this semester. I mean, he, he was telling me how, everything was like a way of roses for me this this last few years like i was just playing good tennis like mm-hmm. i don't know enjoying everything and so this semester i found some adversities that i'm that i'm that i'm facing so he's just telling me that every time it, it doesn't work your way and like i just i just got to stay stick with it uh trust it believe it and like at some point it will come um but yeah i mean Credit to my opponents, they're playing great. Everyone plays great. I think college is is growing up fast, and and there's a lot of talent uh, in college tennis. So it's never easy. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe the results don't 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 show um, that I'm having probably one of my best seasons. But hopefully, I'll be be able to pick now in May and and contribute and and help my teammates. Yeah. Well, again, not to dig too deep or not to pry on this question but like I was there at the national indoors for that match against Andrew Fenty and I know the scoreline was lopsided but if you'll allow me to say like I don't think you played bad tennis I just thought if this makes sense he was just one shot better than you 
It's just like 90% of the rallies, and sometimes the margins can be that thin. And I'm sure part of it is you're very happy to be back outdoors as opposed to playing inside. But, you know, again, you kind of alluded to it there. You're coming off of a summer where you were able to play a bunch of challengers. Were you able to win your first Futures title last year as well? I don't know. Like, is it just the no ad scoring? Is it the margins are that thin? Is it sometimes that's just how the results race away? Because to your point, I don't think your level was bad, even if the results were there. And I'm curious if you were feeling that throughout. Well, I would say it's a combination of everything. Um, I would say um, that when I'm at my best, I'm usually mentally like super strong. Um, I usually read the game a little better than I'm doing now. It's a little combination of everything. And I think, yeah, I mean, that day Fenty, I mean, he, he played he played amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, a combination of everything. As I said, I think I'm, I'm losing, I'm losing a, little, a, little, a little confidence in myself that usually like I trust myself a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'm getting better. I think I'm, I'm playing great. It's not that, that my tennis is not there. It's just out, outside box things that I need. I, I, I think I need to fix a little better and take care more of details that, that then they will translate on court. So yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm back in outdoors, slowing the game a bit, um, making my opponents run a bit more, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I'm, trying to adapt to to everything and every condition I'm I'm playing. Uh this season it hasn't been easy going back from outdoor to indoor. Uh, there's been a lot of raining this season and and we've been moving around too much. Um but yeah, hopefully hopefully now everything will be will be back outdoors again and and I will pick now my well, best. You bring that up so just quick tangent here. Have you felt it's been abnormally rainy this year because it feels like every match you guys are getting pushed indoors and like I'm sure even like as players you're like all right like can we just play outside once please yeah I I, I thought that the indoor the indoor season was going to end up in indoor season, <laughs> yeah. but it, it didn't go out that way uh, I think I don't know how many home matches we play outdoors but I, I would say no no more than four for sure yeah. And and yeah, it's been raining a lot. We've been playing a lot of indoors, uh, which I don't think doesn't help my tennis the best. But as I said, there's no excuse. Like you gotta adapt sure. to everything. Um, and and it's a, a a great learning experience for me. Things that I have to improve. Um, things that I can do be- much better. So yeah, I take it as a positive. And and now hopefully moving to outdoors, I will learn from them and 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 I'll do better. Yeah, as a man from Michigan, there's nothing wrong with indoor tennis all year long. Trust me. It, it, it builds character. Um, but, you know, talk, hearing you talk about your confidence and that energy you play with, it's, you know, you're someone who, since the moment you walked into college tennis, it's, you know, that energy has fit like a hand in a glove in this sport. And I'm curious what your exposure was to college tennis prior to coming to Virginia was that something you figured, you know, something you were looking forward to, being able to express yourself on court the way you can in college? Was that something you didn't realize you were going to be able to do? You know, what ultimately leads you to the University of Virginia? To be honest, I had no clue. Um, <laughs> I didn't visit UVA, so I did. I never got a sense of how college works. And I mean, I remember myself in juniors being like, 
a quiet person, you know. And and then I came here, and I remember I was rooming with with Alex, and I think the first match I played my first year was against Liberty, and that night I couldn't sleep. Um, and then I walked into a match. Usually, like I don't get nervous or like those those type of things that that happen. And then I went to the match and I just started like screaming and screaming and like what is college and like all this. So I found a new Iñaki version, let's say, you know, because um, all I wanted to do is help my teammates, like fight for them, fight for UBA community and and fight for my coaches. That's all I wanted to do. And so I I I learned that you have to bring energy, you have to, to scream a little more, your teammates, like how it helps them and like it helps everybody around. So... Yeah, I mean, I would say that was a huge transformation that I that I that I had because again, I had no clue how how college tennis worked. Yeah, no, I mean, what was it about? So you you weren't able to visit Virginia, and for those that wouldn't be, I mean, I don't remember this. Your freshman year is you know. 2020 2021 which is that year of covid and so of course going into your freshman season everything shuts down i'm sure it made life that much more difficult for you all you know was, was there ever a moment where in that time because of the pandemic because of how things were you're like you know what maybe i maybe i'm just not going to go to virginia at this point or was it you know maybe a reverse we're like well given this pandemic I'm definitely going to Virginia now. You know, how did that factor into all that decision? And what was that full experience like, you know, starting college in those conditions? Well, it was a little crazy. Um, If there's something, I mean, I I don't regret because I think I made the best decision of my life coming here. Don't get me wrong at all. But I think it's important for a person to to visit the place they're going to be for four years. So I wish I, I... I would have visited a bit more where I was going to be again. Like I, I wouldn't change my decision one, one single time, but um, yeah, is there something that's maybe a little regret I have? Uh, but again, it was because of COVID. I, I had a little chance of visiting, but then COVID happened and, and I couldn't travel. I couldn't come here. Um, it made everything tough. And and then I, I remember my coaches coming coming to Spain to visit me, met my family, met my coach, uh, met my friends. So um, I I was feeling in, in my inside that this was the best decision possible. Um, and and then I, I was working with a company, AGM, that they basically help uh, people find universities in whatever sport. And the boss of that company, he played tennis at Georgia. And, and so... I, I knew him since juniors um, and I always wanted his, adv- his advice because as I said before earlier, um, I didn't know anything about college. I didn't know which good universities, like I, I had like zero idea. Uh, and so he, he was the one always guiding me. And, and since the first moment he said UVA is, is, is your top, your top priority. Like UVA is great. Like you should, you should go there, go there. And everything, all I heard, is UVA 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 so the only the, the only option was always UVA that that was always on the top of my head so yeah I'm extremely lucky that I even even though I didn't visit I, I got the 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 right people here the right the right environment and and the perfect conditions that best suit me so um yeah I cannot I cannot be be more happy first 3 months what's more difficult to get used to the tennis schedule or the academic schedule the food. Yeah. <laughs> Dorm food wasn't the greatest. 
Yeah, I know. The first three months, I was, I was. <laughs> thank God, I was rooming with Alex. That was a huge, yeah. huge help. I mean, he helped me so much at the beginning. Uh, because when I came, I couldn't speak English. Basically, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't speak two sentences. I'm still not the best, but I think I improved a bit. But um, he, he helped me so much, and the, the. The culture, like the 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 language, the food were were definitely like the biggest um, areas where I suffered the most. Um, and in terms of academics and, and tennis was was better. I mean, everyone here, I was feeling like they were here to help. All they wanted to do is to help. So I was welcomed incredibly, and and I was very fortunate of that because no no one no one does that. Uh, so. Um, yeah, I would say the food was, was my, my best, like my, my biggest adversity here. No. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, uh, it's, I'm so happy to hear everyone was so supportive and yeah, I'm sure you walk in that for, you're like, I'm sorry, this lasagna moved. Like I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I'll, I, yeah, I had an incident. I mean, I had once not to regale everyone with details i got food poisoning from the dorm and as i like picked up the lasagna i was like this looks suspicious i ate it anyways so it's on me but no it, it is a stark reality check i'm sure it was a little bit different yeah it was completely different you know going going from spain um my my parents cooking always and like great food um you know, feeling and stuff, and then you come here, and then in the dining halls and stuff, it's it's completely different. So that was that was tough to adapt. No, I can imagine. And you know, again, you talk about it though that the tennis, the academics was easier. Something I'll never forget. In the moment, I knew that group was, you know, you, Jeffrey, Chris, Alex. It was going to be a special group. Is, and maybe at the time it didn't sink in what you guys had done, but three years later or two and a half, you realize it. You guys go to Columbus, that opening ITA kickoff weekend. You beat the Buckeyes it, you know, at the Ty Tucker Center at Ohio State, something that does not happen very frequently in college tennis. Do you remember much from that weekend? Like in the moment, did you realize like we just won at Ohio State? That's massive, or is it something you kind of look back to now and said, "Yeah, that's where the ball got rolling." No, I remember some things. Uh, I remember. I think we were when when Jeffrey, Chris, Alex, and I entered the program. I think we were maybe like thirty-five in the country or something. Yeah. And I remember the ITA kickoff. The second round was well. We won Iowa State. I think that was the the last year the program was was. I think they they removed the program after. But we won Iowa State. I think it was Iowa State. And then we we were playing Ohio. I think at the moment they were like three in the country. And and I heard some things walking into the building that they they won like. I don't know how many matches in a row in their indoor facility, like 200 something. So then I was like, okay, like this is the time, you know, like th those comments, they make you excited. They're like, wow, I have a, such a big match here. Like let's prove something. Let's try to, to give our best and let's see what we do. You know, also it was very special for us that, that Carl was coming back for a fifth year. Um, I think that huge, that was huge. And, and, and also for him, you know, like uh, I think, giving our best and trying our best in his last year was also special. So I think I remember I played uh, Jay. No, I played Kai Zilic, I think, yeah. at four or five, at four maybe. Um, and I think we won, I don't know if we won doubles. Wow, now 
I'm not sure now if I remember. I think you guys did win doubles. I'm pretty sure you win the match pretty comfortably. And yeah, to... I played with Jeffrey against uh, Kingsley and Tracy, maybe a three. I have, uh, yeah, it was you and Jeffrey. Yeah, six four over over Seelig and Kingsley. Oh, yeah. And and then yeah, we won. I think singles four two. I think Gianni clinched that one at six. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was that was for us like huge, you know, because we were like thirty in the country. Like we just beat Ohio, that they were really really good, extremely tough, and and really good team. So it was it was great for us, you know, like knowing that we were again able to like compete against the best teams in the country was was good for us and and that made us like believe that we could also be in there one of the best things in the country what's it been like to have chris jeffrey alex again all guys extraordinary tennis players you know you chris jeffrey have been alternating spots in the lineup since your freshman season you talk about how close you know the bond is between this team how do you guys go about maintaining that bond? Because I'm sure there are times it's competitive. Like, look, it's ex- there's only one number one singles player, and you guys would all like to be it, I'm sure, at times. How do you go about making sure, you know, again, things don't get too competitive between you all? How do you go about maintaining that bond? Has it always been that way? Many people may not believe this, but it's always been awesome like we we never had any trouble with this uh we understand that at the end of the day like it's the coaches deciding who's who's playing in the lineup so we never had like these these issues of like wow you're playing in front of me or like wow why are you i don't know we never had those things um so that way it's been incredible and i mean they're they're such great human beings you know like since i came like i mean i always put example of of Jeffrey's family, they're super welcome. Like they, they invite us for everything. Like they come often. Like also Chris's family. I went there in Luxembourg one week. Alex, I was with with him after my my first year in in Florida in his house for a week. Like we're 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 super close in that sense of like uh, welcoming to each other's houses uh, all the time. So hopefully they can come to Spain soon. Uh, I told them many times already. So. They're saying, yeah, when I come, I want to come, but then they never come. So that's on them. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome. Like they're super, super humble, super coachable. Like they're they're really great people. And that that makes it a lot easier and, and fun to enjoy the experience. Mm-hmm. Now, I, who, it's got to be fun. This is just a random note. I just think tall human beings happen to be funnier. Because you're just so big. It's just like, how can you not have a sense of humor about it all? And like, you guys have two, not just Chris Rodesh, but Scott Brown as well. And oh, I just wow. like, I would love to see the two of them in the locker room. Like, it's just got to be like, what what just happened? No, that's full comedy. That's that's such a comedy. Those two guys, when, they, when they're around each other, yeah, it, it brings the best. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. No, I mean, again, it's a special group. And... You know, for you all last season, you know, I was at the National Indoors last year where you guys played a couple of really fun matches, certainly. And, you know, going into that 2022 year, we knew what your group was capable of. But just 
uh, a year later, looking back at that NCAA run, again, the Florida match the way that it was to earn the shutout victories over, you know, Tennessee, a shutout over Kentucky in the final. What is that run like for you guys going like, did, were you guys like, hey, it's clicking like what 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 clicked so well for you all in Champaign? Um, well, I think it clicked before Champagne. I think, um, we Even were the making, South Carolina match was a good one too. Yeah. I mean, we were making huge progress in my opinion. I mean, we lost five in a row and like, I've, I was feeling that every loss was, we were getting better, like working a little more, like we're getting everyone on the same boat. And of course at the beginning was, was extremely tough, uh, seeing five losses in a row. And then after that, I think ACCs gave us gave us a lot of confidence. Um, and then, yeah, walking to to NCAA's, um, I think we clicked, as you said. Um, things that happened, um, I think um, South Carolina's match gave us a lot of confidence. And then walking walking to Champaign, I think um, the match against Florida was was huge. Um, I mean, they had like. Their six players were amazing. Um, I lost to Riffis in indoors, six to six two maybe. Like he he was destroying me. Also in outdoors, like before before the rain delay, he was destroying me. Uh, he was like four one and ball for five one or something in the first set. So um, yeah, I mean, I think the team prepared so well, took care of the little details um, and uh, those small things that they. At the end of the day, they matter a lot. I think we we got a really solid preparation, and and everyone was mentally ready for that moment. We wanted to be there. We wanted to to prove everyone wrong about that beginning of the season, and and that Florida match uh, was such such. I mean, was amazing for us, and then. Um, well, just to not to interrupt you, but to stop on that Florida match, because for those that don't remember, there was the long rain delay. Obviously, you guys take a dramatic doubles point. You and Ryan earned the clincher in that breaker at two. You know, to your point, Sam was, I don't want to say giving you the business, but things were pretty comfortable for Sam to mm-hmm. start that match. You know, you had started to work things around maybe prior to the rain delay, but the rain delay comes. What are you, you know, what are you guys doing in the locker room? Because if memory serves me correct, that you guys really made it an effort not to go watch Michigan or Ohio State who started playing inside. You guys stayed in the locker room. Why was that the choice? And, you know, what was the conversation like? I, I was going to mention that um, maybe that was a, a difference maker, you know, um, rain delay, uh, indoor courts, there's the other, the other match going on and not. I think the Florida guys were watching the match yeah. and we were all in the locker room, uh, concentrated, like talking, um, you know, at the beginning, like the first 20 minutes we were joking around because um, the rain delay was, was going to go for a long time. But then when it came around the, the serious moment, like we we're all, all focused, all ready to, for the match. We we're all thinking, what could we do better? Um, I was getting destroyed, as you said, by Sam. He was playing great. Um, so I tried to think which other things I could switch up to to change the the momentum of the match and and I think we came out hot after the rain delay. I don't know if 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 that was was a difference. I I believe so that it it can have an impact because I think everyone was so focused and and staying in our match and in our business. So I think it was was a, a little difference. Mm-hmm. What's it like for you guys? I mean. 
that match played pitch black. Like, it is so dark outside when you guys are playing the match. Have you ever played a match under the lights like that before? Because I'm, And I'm just curious, what is it, like, Lob gets fired up in the air. How long does it take to actually see that ball come down? Yeah, it's tough. Uh, I'm lucky that in Spain, in some parts, in some tournaments in the summer, when it gets really hot, they usually push the, the matches at night. Uh, when it cools down a bit. So I've been in those situations before. I think that helped me. Um, but yeah, it's tough to play under the lights. I don't know if, if they were totally ready for it. I think uh, one of the themes that our coach is always mentioning is no matter the consequences, no matter the adversity, like you got to stay through it, like stay calm, positive and, and, and compete hard. And and that's what I, I think everyone did, you know, um, the conditions are for both teams. Um, so I think we, we took it the right way. Yeah, you did look particularly comfortable under the lights. And, you know, again, then you guys have the really successful, you, you're forced indoors for the semis, you get through Tennessee pretty comfortably. You know, something I've learned over the years is that Virginia tennis fans travel. And not just Coach Pedroso and his family, who are as loud mm-hmm. as any fans you'll find, but, you know, you have guys like Ty Kwiatkowski in the crowd. I think Max Steislinger was there as well. Just plenty of uh, Virginia Nation coming to support you in that final. There's also the rich history for Virginia, uh, obviously, with the four championships in five years. And, you know, you knew what you were signing up for. What's it like to have that support in the final? What did it mean to you all to get over that finish line and, you know, again, deliver title number five for the program? It means it means a lot. I think at the end of the day, uh, of course, we all want to win. We all want to win championships and, and, and winning is great. But the best thing about it is to see how, how invested people are, um, like, years later you know like for example Ty I mean the guy has been around playing playing so long and and seeing the guy travel and and watching our final there in in Champagne was was amazing and those are the the things that I think in UVA matter a lot like we we're all invested for 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 the future you know once once you're done you're you're still around you're still in contact with everyone like you 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 keep it na- you keep in touch with everyone and i think that's that's the most special thing um i think that goes beyond winning and and losing so mm-hmm. no absolutely and you know again you mentioned the future a couple questions then uh before i let you go obviously again i mentioned it and by the way happy belated congratulations on that first pro title last summer you have that result you know you're able to play a couple of challengers as well obviously you had played pro events in the past, but what was that pro summer like for you? How do you feel about the progress of your game as I'm sure you prepare to at least try things out in the pros uh, or at least get back out there this summer? It was great. Um, last summer, I think I had a good run. Um, well, of course, like I won my first title, but I didn't feel like I, I, I felt I could have done a little better. Um, um, but yeah, it was a great experience for me going out, playing some pro tournaments, getting to know how how the pro circuit works. Because as you said, once I'm done with college, I'd like to try and, and play some. So yeah, I think the summer really helped me to to um, to step 
step up and and do better in the fall. I think I I played some good tournaments in the fall. Uh, I played three challengers in a row and and that gave me confidence. I think I played some good matches competing against great guys. Um, so yeah, that was a, a huge learning experience for me in terms of the game. I think I'm I'm getting better, even though at the moment maybe the results don't show up. But I I have a lot of faith that I'm getting better and that. Once I'm done in college, like I'll I'll be in the in the better chance to be successful later. So yeah, I'm believing in the progress I'm making. And I think you mentioned if I was gonna play this summer or yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, just to that note quickly, because about that level that you see, because you're in practice with a Chris who has pro success, Jeffrey has pro success. You're playing, you know matches year in year out i think about a guy like pedro rodinas at duke i watch him play him like that is pro level in my opinion how does the level from a year of college translate to when you go out in the summer on the pros like do you feel as though the level you see throughout your season at in the col- in the collegiate ranks is pretty similar to what you're competing with out in the pros yeah i think it's pretty similar i think um i think one of the best things that makes college players great is the conditions we have to play in. Uh, I mean, I think playing for a team, like the conditions of the deuce point, um, I think it makes you like so competitive that then when you go in the pro circuit, um, you, you I think it prepares you to like knowing how to compete and how to win matches. So I think it the level is there. I mean, college players there's so much talent in college at the moment there's so many great players and and i think um the level is there i mean i I don't see a difference between futures and 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 the best uh college players in the country so in terms of level i don't i don't see a big difference now it's so interesting to hear you say that because when you're playing you know going into your final uh of that futures final that you played last summer do you feel the same pit in your stomach of nervousness as you, I'm sure you did when you're going out to face Riffis and Florida in the quarterfinals? Because I've often like hypothesized that what makes college players good in the pros is they're like, yeah, this quarterfinal doesn't really matter. Try facing 500 screaming fans at Florida State when it's 90 degrees out and you haven't played outdoor tennis in a month. Like that's a tough <laughs> circumstance. Is that at all true? Yeah, it is true. Um, I don't want to sound arrogant or something, but I think when I'm at my best, um, I usually don't get nervous or something. Like I usually like having a big crowd. Like yeah. I like having like people screaming. I like having tension. That's 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 you know what I like. So usually, if I'm at my best, I'm enjoying. And when I'm enjoying, I'm not nervous or I'm not like feeling so much pressure. Of course, I want to win for my teammates. I want to help everyone but like I don't really like um get nervous it, it's true in certain moments of the match when it gets tight like big big points whatever of course you, you feel the tension like we're yeah. it's, it's totally normal but I think it's it's totally true I mean in the summer um I could not compare the nerves I had uh in the fi- in my first final compared to to an NCAA finals for example or when I played briefies you're you're totally right there um yeah. I think when you're in a team environment, it, I think it, it, it hits you a little more. Mm-hmm. No, I. First of all, I agree with you. you. The the bigger the energy, the bigger the match, the better the inyaki. And I think that's why college tennis fans everywhere always enjoy watching you compete. And you know, again, 
watching you play. We know you're going to fight. You're going to beat you, beat the opponent to the spot. You're going to, you know, redirect the ball. You're going to move forward a sneaky amount uh, than the, you know, much more than the opponent expects. All of that said, obviously, as someone who can do a lot of different things, I'm curious, what are the things you are focused on in your game as you prepare to, again, get back out there on the pro tour? What are the things you're working on to best position yourself for success? Um, I think I'm working on, well, I've been working on my serve these last three years and I th- think I still have a lot of progress in there, but I think I'm, I'm, I'm getting better. Um, another aspect, aspect in my game I'm working on is transitioning game. I think, uh, sometimes I get too comfortable or too passive, let's say, uh, they're in the baseline running and trying to scrap points and like passing shots or, or things like that. So I think, um, developing that transition game has been has been great for me um and yeah picking the right times uh keeping uh keep reading the game picking the right times uh playing a, a, a bit more offensive in in those right times and then playing deep i mean when i play deep and i'm the one not running as much i think i'm i'm in a great spot so um i'm trying to to make uh, my opponents not not be able to dictate as much the points you know because when it when it goes in their terms i think that's when i suffer so um trying to play the points to my terms um that's that's when i think i'm i'm at my best no i i i would agree and again obviously so much success for you throughout the course of your collegiate career throughout the course of your tennis career as you and your team prepare to defend your NCAA title, and I think that part of it has been lost in the conversation. Let's remember the NCAA champs, Virginia. Again, you guys have won 16 in a row going into the NCAA tournament. What's the focus for you guys over these next 10 days as you prepare for the start of the tournament? What's it going to take for you all to ultimately defend that title? It's going to take a huge effort. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, there's so many great teams, uh, and it's it's never easy at all. Um, I think those ten days, we're gonna try and 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 do the little things that we did last year, um, and try to see if that uh, helps us be be as ready as possible for for when May comes around. So I think, yeah, as I said uh, in all this meeting, like doing the little things, the little details. Um, I think that's what what's gonna pay off. So so hopefully we're we're all ready. We're all in the same boat. Uh, we're all playing great and giving the team the best chance to win. Yeah. No, I love to hear. Well, then the last question, if my memory serves me correct, I believe Carl was the last men's tennis player to have the opportunity to live on the lawn of the next year seniors. You, Jeffrey, Chris, Kiefer. Who's most likely to get that spot? Because there's no way it's gonna be all four of you. The, the answer is no one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no one. Next year, we're, we're actually leaving the four of us together in an apartment, Chris, Jeffrey, Alex, and I. So um, that's going to be great. I mean, my second year, last year, I, I lived with them also. And, and this year, we're in a house. It's the four of us and, and Woody and Getz. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, I think next year, we're moving into an apartment, the four of us together again. So I don't think any any of us is is gonna be living there alone. But yeah, the last ones I think were Carl and Jefferson Doctor who yeah. were living in the lawn. So if and, the... and Jackson Allen. Jackson he... Allen as well. Sorry, I forgot Jackson. Wow. All right, good for him. Well, if the lawn called, would you be like, guys, 
I got something to tell you. Like, I got to move. I, there, there was a call made, and I'm going to go. No, I don't think I would, <laughs> yeah. I, I would be able to live to live in the lawn. I mean, I, I love living living with the guys, um, being around them, being around teammates. I think it, it helps me on a personal and social aspect. Um, I think I think I'll I'll feel a little a little lonely, you know, in in the lawn, living by yourself there. Uh, you don't have your own bathroom, so what if at three a.m. I I need to go to a bathroom or something, and it's freezing in the spring or something, so. I don't think it's it's the best scenario for me, but I totally understand how other people wanna wanna do it and try it out. Well, if you have to go to the bathroom at three a.m., you'll realize that's why they call it the lawn. That's what the outdoors is for, my friend. Uh. Um, no, I, uh, I again, it's it's very clear the bond your team shares, and you need that sort of connection if you're going to win an NCAA championship. And obviously, again. You guys are the defending NCAA champs and now three-time defending ACC regular season and tournament champions. And obviously a team everyone will be watching come this NCAA tournament. So, Inyaki, really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. Obviously, I've enjoyed watching and following your college career and look forward to seeing the rest of it unfold as well. So good luck to you and the Who's and always appreciate getting the chance to chat. Yeah, thank you so much, Alex. It was it was my a uh, lot of pleasure being here. So thanks for having me, and and congrats on on all of the things you guys are doing. You guys are amazing. Uh, I appreciate saying. It. And since we're sneaking in in the end, if anyone listens to this part, they've earned me hearing me say this. Go who's? You know where my head's at. Go who's? Yes, and good luck to you all. Go who's? Hope all of you enjoyed my conversation with All-American national champion and friend of the program, Inyaki Montez. A massive thank you to him for taking the time to chat with us today. Obviously rooting for he and his Virginia team to have plenty of health, plenty of success as they look to defend their 2022 NCAA title here this season. Of course, if you are trying to get ready for the start of the 2023 NCAA event, we've got Everything you're looking for here at Cracked Rackets, whether it be our episodes of The Deciding Point, which you can watch live Tuesday and Wednesday, 9.30, uh, 9, excuse me, p.m. Eastern time, just 9 p.m., not 9.30. It's always 9. I don't know why I said that. 9 p.m. Eastern time on our Cracked Rackets YouTube channel. Of course, you can hear them Wednesday, Thursday on our Cracked, uh, excuse me, Great Shot podcast feed. A shout out, as always, to our super producer, Daniel Westoff, for the f*** of an editing job he does day in, day out, making all of our content possible. A shout out, as well, to our friends at Turner. Remember, be sure to try the latest iteration of the Turner Grip. Try Turner Tough today. You can find it wherever you shop for your tennis supplies. With all of that said, for the fantastic Inyaki Montez, our super producer Daniel Westoff, our friends at Turner, and from all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host Alex Kreskin. You've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you all soon. Thanks everyone. <laughs>